Well, I'm, I'm ready to roll. I read a lot of notes about Boiler Room. I did not take any notes this week, unfortunately. Uh, I just, so I was, I was watching it at work. It's not too complicated. I don't think it, it really requires isn't. a lot of notes. No. <laughs> did we? I guess what, like, do you have kind of bullet points, Sam, that you're gonna kind of like? Uh, not through? real. I mean, we, we just, we just, we keep it loosey goosey here. We we'll, we'll just talk about, we'll just, we just talk about the movie, like. We don't okay. have to do like a line by line summary or anything. Okay. I have no desire to do that, especially this week. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't yeah. a this isn't a week where I'm feeling all that scholarly about this. Uh I have a lot of thoughts. I mean, I, I have a decent amount of thoughts about this movie. Uh I, should we just we should just start, I guess. Yeah, right? let's just start. Right. Fucking right. this is uh Thank Pod for Cats <laughs> Cars. It's an exhaustive look at the Fast and Furious film franchise. Uh, we are currently in Vin City, baby. Uh, we are stopping by the boiler room this week. It's me and Sam. We're the two precision podcasters. We're uh, joined by. Are we? Are we giving you your new title this this week? Uh, yeah, hit, hit me with it. Yeah, we got a. <laughs> we have a full time engineer slash producer. Uh, that's going to be Pat's frequent past guest, Jake. Hey, baby, boom, boom. <laughs> Glad to be here, the official fast talker. Yeah, yeah. Get out of the uh, get out of the shotgun. You sit in the kids' seat. Hey. from the movie for Boiler Room. Yes, yeah. That's that's my area. <laughs> now yeah. you're driving. <laughs> Sean and I are in the kids' seats. Yeah, you're the you're the I guess the Vin because he was driving in that scene, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's let's Vin get driving. this off. Let's get this going right off the top. A delightful performance by Vin Diesel in this movie. I My biggest complaint about it. the movie was we needed more not, Vin. Yeah, not enough Vin. Cut out one of the other like jackasses from the firm. I don't. We don't need. We guys. don't need Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> no, for sure, definitely not. Or Scott Cod. I think you could get rid of both of them. <laughs> Just merge their lines to Vin. <laughs> yeah. No, because Vin was a sweetie in this movie. He was actually a good guy. And yeah. they were jackasses. <laughs> of the uh, of all the assholes at this uh, firm, he was had the biggest heart. Right. A- as big a heart. My my complaint was that Giovanni Rabisti and Vin Diesel were like too good of people to be working there. Like in reality, they would have been like, all right, well, you know, these are just <laughs> They they would have gone along with it and like they, they would have not had a problem with what they were doing. Yeah, they they would have been like, this is what we're getting into. We're just gonna be scamming people from their money. I think part of the reason I think this movie suffers from like a 2021 perspective is that like Wolf of Wall Street exists and it's like doing what this movie does on like a bigger scale and like more more successfully than this movie. But I feel one is like, like the indie version of that. You yeah, know. this is like a smaller. This is like if you just took the first thirty minutes of Wolf of Wall Street and like made that a movie. Like when they're in the like uh, rent a car offices and the like Mega Mart. Like that. That's what this movie is. It's just that small time like penny stock guys, but like yeah, that they have their own movie. Yeah, it's Which pretty I much thought... the the first twenty minutes of Wolf of Wall Street expanded out. Yeah, yeah. It also picked up on a couple of Fast and Furious stuff going on, mainly because Vin was in it, but the stuff where he has to, like, 
and it's only for the tail end of the movie when he like flips on them. There, there's sort of that young guy that gets in this subculture. There's a subculture yeah. of these stock traders, and then he like the that guy uh, Greg takes him under his wing. He's sort of the Vin Diesel, but not as not as nice. He's more of a rival. So not he as becomes sort of a rival. Yeah. If anything, he starts off like taking him under his wing, and then he becomes kind of a dick. But yeah, also, he... to be fair, Risby started banging <laughs> his ex girlfriend, so that's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that's why that was the that was 99 percent of the reason he was an asshole to him <laughs> yeah which you know uh, i'm not saying is uh defensible but it is like you know what for these guys i why, why would risby be shocked <laughs> why was know. he what was he expecting he to, to bang this dude's ex and then like he'd still be cool with you based on any of these guys behavior that just doesn't seem like it's in the cards I, I like her. I like Nia Long as Rebecca. I thought she was pretty good. Like a lot of these movies, her she's the female character, so her role is relatively small. They literally but, uh, say the uh, no pitches for bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they said that. There's some. Uh, there's also some like uh, rate like uh, light racism uh, ribbing in this movie as well. <laughs> there's a there's a couple of it's because it's all white guys, well like Jewish and like Italian. <laughs> so like those are like the ethnicities. That's as diverse as yeah. the uh, firm gets, but it's mostly like white. Oh, and in their twenties and Nia Long, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we see uh, we see Vin Vin dip into a different. Um, ethnicity in this one as opposed well, I... to what we've seen in him before and like some of the other movies that we've watched you know yeah i i did like i did get a laugh when uh the one guy called him one world i thought it was very funny yeah one race yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean that is kind of his thing I, and I was like, uh, it was really funny because there's that first Ben Affleck scene where he does the like initiation and I was thinking to myself, wow, this guy really likes Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. And then says, wait 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> then they literally he said, say, hey, have you seen? <laughs> yeah. I like that they're just calling it out so that no one can be like, you guys are ripping off. Like, no, no, no. We cite Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. We know what we're doing. There's no, <laughs> we have just... no shame that we are. It was <laughs> like, Always well, be closing. Also, no, no, no. We're not stealing it. We're quoting it. We're, yeah, we're, it's okay. We're, we acknowledge it. Also, Wall Street, where they literally quote Wall Street to each other when they have their big group watch party. Right. With, I got a great picture of uh, Ben Affleck with his, uh, his hustler hat and his Trojan condoms t shirt. Wait, I missed that bit. I didn't catch really? the shirt. <laughs> when they were all like hanging out at the house. Yeah. Boys night. Yeah. You can kind of see it's shitty. It's on my phone, but he's wearing a hustler hat. <laughs> yeah, I should have clocked that. That's very funny. <laughs> yeah, Affleck, kinda... Affleck in a very Affleck role. It's just like, yeah, kind of just like, like an asshole. I feel like he's friends with a lot of those guys in that movie. So he was probably just hanging out on set and they're probably like, oh, you want to be in the movie, Ben? Just here's a couple of they will write something for you. Yeah, Cause he, he has just, like literally the same scene three times. He just comes in, screams at the new guys. And it's like, you want to make money? You can make some fucking money. You you're out of here. All right. I'll talk to you. I'll see you in the next act. 
Yeah, because I don't know what he does at the firm because he's never participating in the activities. He's literally just there to like initiate the new guys. Yeah, and maybe he's just he a trainer. He's a trainer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all he does. <laughs> he works for five minutes every couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I thought his line. Uh, he, I thought he did a great job, man. I was inspired. I was ready to, you know, start making calls. Well, apparently the guy that wrote and directed this, uh, Ben Yonger, uh, he was he was like uh, he got the idea because he was one of these guys. Like he went to like initiation and like he was like, oh, cool. This is a movie. Let me write this and I'll uh, make. Yeah, it it's called Glen Gary Glenn Ross. It's called <laughs> uh, Wall Street. You're right. It is a movie. You can he go said- watch it, man. <laughs> he's like we can if i want to take those two movies and put them together he's like that's basically what he was doing yeah uh, it's like uh hedge fund guys wall street stock exchange we need another one of these movies every i think every 10 years we can have one of these movies so Ooh, so we're about like due for another years yeah because I feel like Wolf of Wall Street was the last one, and that was good. So we did um, have another stock movie. No, I think the Dirty the most recent markets. one I think is The Big Short with Steve Carell, oh, yeah. and because uh, that was dirt, that was for the two thousand eight stock market crash with the housing much, market. My complaint with Big Short: too much learning. I don't much, need to know that much. About yeah. It. Yeah, no, I felt like I was back I in don't class. I don't need, I want to go see a movie. I don't want to go to class. I'm not there to go to class. Uh, <laughs> too much, too much learning. Uh, I, I, it's an okay movie. I probably rate it. It's about equal to Boiler Room, in my opinion. It's about the same one. level. Big short. It's fine. It's, All right. It's you know what? I'm not going to, unless it's, don't unless we're covering it. it for this, this podcast, I don't think I'm going to get to it. Nah. Uh, Rabisi, I thought was pretty good. I thought the father stuff was very weird. They spent a lot of time on that. Yeah. I think this, the the problem I have with this movie, or I guess (laughs) not like even a problem I have with it, just something I thought was strange or like something I think could have been addressed. There's one too many things going on. Yeah. The the subplot with the dad, (laughs) the romance with Neil Long. I don't dislike them as aspects of this movie i just think there's too much happening yeah they gave it all to giovanni rabisi's character who has so much going on in this movie it's just like you could spread that like maybe nia long was having the relationship with vin diesel and then we could have explored that that could have been a subplot see what you want is you just want more vin diesel i do i think he's really i agree with he he nails the scene where they they like they he said he does the whole bit with the stock and the where he's on the phone and he's actually like selling the stock. I thought that was very good. That was a really good scene. And Vin's quite charming in it. Yeah, I think he's very good. Even though I don't think he really fits in this world. I think he's doing his best, but he kind of sticks out because he's definitely like a more muscular guy than any of these. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's a little bit more in shape and got his, he looks like he's got his life more put together than these guys. Yeah. He doesn't really sell the, uh, or he sells it, but he doesn't give off that like energy of like a like a stock dude. Like no. he's 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 good enough in this movie that where I buy it from him. Yeah. But it is strange to see it like it's definitely not like a, a environment you expect uh, old uh, Vinny D to be in. Like you definitely buy it more or more easily, I guess, when he's in like Fast and Furious, when he's in uh, yeah. Saving Private Ryan but- and stuff like that. 
I think he was ca- I think he was cast in this movie because you know it takes place on Long Island and they they want to differentiate themselves from the like actual brokers from Wall Street. So they have like, oh, here's this uh, tough guy. Yeah. Like here's this dude that wouldn't be in Wall Street. He wouldn't be at JP Morgan. He's at, you know, he he's like a Goomba type dude that he's he's in this he he belongs here, not on Wall Street, sort of thing. I think right, right. That's why it was included, uh, Jake, you're the son of a judge as well. Was there any sort of yeah, insight you... into the relationship? No, I I felt it. You know, I totally, I kind of, I felt for, I felt for Seth, man. You know, <laughs> judges are tough. They're tough people. You know, they're no screw around guys. You know. I, you know what though, I, I would have done exactly what Seth did when the FBI had him, you know, and they had my dad. I've been like, Give you let on. that guy go home. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you definitely could relate to that scene. Yeah, yeah. Just saving my dad from the law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever have a illegal underground casino operation? No, when that never. Yeah, it never took off. Okay. <laughs> Of all the people in my life, of all the people in my life, Jake is the most likely to try to pull something like that off. I I could see you. Was that the one thing getting in the way? Yeah, you you need room for that, you know? Yeah, the sliding door. He seemed to, like, I, I don't know why he would ever stop doing that. That seemed like a very successful business. And I don't know why he would just stop operating his illegal casino. So well, I guess that's funny doing that. That's why you need the dad uh, subplot because that was his main motivation was like to please his to, dad, try to make his dad proud or something. Because they right. definitely had like the, again, it was either not enough of that storyline, but too much storylines being thrown in. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like, it, and even some of the scenes, they just ended weirdly. Did you guys feel like some of the scenes ended oddly? Like, uh, when he after he took his test, and they were going to the uh, that restaurant, and then um, they were <laughs> next to those uh, next to those gay gentlemen, and they were like tossing <laughs> like insults back at one another, and then I like that yeah, and there was like one, and then that uh, the other table got like one final rip on that guy, and then it just cut scenes, it. and it's like off to the next thing. Like I, I don't know. I I kind of respect the movie for the restraints with the because I was thinking when that scene started I was like uh oh we're gonna go to some very uncomfortable yeah there's not gonna be a hate places crime. there's like yeah it's not gonna be good but they showed some restraint and they let the they let the uh, gay gentleman have the last laugh which them. I was thank so God. thank God this would have been <laughs> yeah. so uncomfortable if if that if that escalated any further. Right, they, right. But I do like that they gave that uh, the other table. The last laugh was very funny to me. Yeah. And, and I noticed. So in Fast and Furious, they drink Coronas. This movie, they're drinking Miller High Lives. Did you? The champagne of beers. The champagne of beers. Jake, I actually did a tally of all the Miller High Lives. <laughs> you did a Miller count? I did a Miller count. No Coronas. I if I would use, I would love to do a Corona count in the in the future. I don't foresee that happening. I don't think we're gonna have a lot more drinking in the future movies. Maybe we will. But uh, would it, would you would anyone like to take a? You swing don't think there's many- gonna be Coronas in Babylon AD? 
<laughs> well, maybe pitch black that he 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 uh, has a couple of them. Oh, I hope God willing. <laughs> uh, but okay. So, anyone want to take a swing at the number? I take a swig. Um, I take a swig. I'm gonna say twenty-three. I'm gonna say seventeen. Sean is closest. You both went over. There's 13 bottles. Uh, so not ah. like too much, but uh, there, there was enough. There is a line where somebody says, I don't even drink. I don't drink Bud Light. I want Miller. Somebody, you know, <laughs> well, that one guy was going to get Guinness at the bar before they kicked his ass. Remember? Told him to go get a Guinness. Yeah. And then they kicked his ass. <laughs> um, no, uh, going, going back to... You guys were kind of you were saying about uh, Vin, how he kind of didn't fit that realm. And I feel like a lot of like almost all the characters you could say kind of didn't fit exactly. Right. Like all of them just didn't. They all seemed out of place, like even when they're at that bar and the other uh, brokers were like mm. making fun of them and shit, yeah. you know, like that, that was like another sign. Like they they wanted to fit in, but they just couldn't like they were. It like maybe that was kind of the point of the, the some of the casting was that these guys are supposed to be kind of like outsiders in this world. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that they're not waspy enough. I feel like that's probably why they probably didn't come from money. Like these, this crew is probably they they made their they they're doing this scam out of like the you know, it, it's just another basement in a way. It's it's just another gambling operation. He just moved up to an office building and not. Yeah, you know, and I think like. Room. They even make it text in the movie where like yeah uh even when he if he was when he was running the illegal poker game people were going to him to gamble so like even if they were losing their money to him they were you can't feel that bad <laughs> they were making the choice to to lose money and i'm sure some like there's yeah. probably compar comparison of gambling too i guess like the gamble that is trading stocks but like in that this case, where like the the firm he was at, they were like knowingly being uh, deceitful, or at yeah. least the owner of the the company was. I forget it was like Michael or something. Oh, I wanted to see more of him. I thought he was kind of an interesting guy. They they don't show him enough. The head the owner dude. Yeah. He, I would love to see like this scummy dude. He he was kind of a fun. He, he has that like speech at the beginning, which is kind of like. All right, who's this guy? And then we don't really see him the whole movie, pretty much. See, uh, this is what we need. We need to eliminate some characters. We need to combine some. So, like, Affleck yeah. and that guy, combine those characters. Affleck oh, should be the yeah, head Affleck of it. Affleck should be the... Yeah, of course. Absolutely. And then, like, that would make sense why he only shows up, like, once in act. But he is this, like, big personality. He's, like, the one that runs the fucking company. Runs the and he's show, only slightly the older than them too, so that makes yeah. sense that it would be poorly run because he's a kid. Is oh, you know, he's still a yeah, kid, you know. <laughs> um, so like I we hated. Could, we could combine like Jamie Kennedy and one of the other guys. Like we don't need all of them. Oh yeah, I did. I mean, I like not. I like that uh, his initial um, uh, the guy that was like trading him. I like that they become contentious halfway through. But yeah. I would like to see Greg. Vin step in as his mentor instead. So, like, as things are like, uh, uh, Giovanni starts butting heads with Greg. Greg, yeah, yeah, they start butting heads. The then Vin kind of starts like bringing bringing Rubizi. 
Yeah. yeah. It it seemed odd because like Jamie Kennedy was Jamie Kennedy's character. Um, what was his name? Um, Adam. Adam like was kind of the the first person that like kind of introduced him kind of into the system and everything. You would think that you would kind of follow the relationship of he's his uh, cousin, Seth's yeah. and Adam's he's, relationship Adam is more. Seth's cousin, yeah. He's the one that knows about the underground. Yeah, he's the one that introduces Greg and all that. But I, you know, I hated the the dad Harry. I absolutely hated that guy. What do you hate about I did him? Not have any sympathy for him. He, he gave his house buddy to the fucking shady stock guy. That's not cool. I totally get why the wife left him and the kids. Oh, totally the dad that. from Pin Fifteen. Yeah. Oh, is that him? Yeah. Oh shit. Oh my god. I knew I recognized him from somewhere. Yeah. That's so funny. He got a new family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he sucked. I hated his ass. <laughs> I was like, well, what do you, how are you going to give like give someone 50 grand that you're like, right. That's, that's just dumb. Like $800. I kind of under like, that's fun. The that, uh, yeah. Just, yeah, whatever. But yeah, give him 50 K. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and that's like after he called like, hey, the stocks went down. What the fuck? He's like, no, no, no. They'll go back up. And give me another fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, makes sense. That checks out. He said. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't Tell have me. as much sympathy towards that guy. I guess as the movie wanted you to have. I. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm not. I don't really care. I. I think he was totally the rock on this one. Yeah, I think like they 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 escalated too much too quickly with the going from like eight hundred bucks to fifty thousand. Like if they had kept it a little bit more, uh, like a smaller amount, or like just rewrote it a little bit so that like we saw Rabizi, but I guess they also don't want to make Rabizi fucking that scummy. So like you can't have it both ways. Yeah, that's the point. Is like at the end where they had then sell this, sell the shares into the open market. It was just like okay, well you're you're kind of helping out. These were the two likable characters in the movie. We're kind of like giving them one last good thing to do before the movie ends. Also, like also a Fast and Furious connection where he gives Vin the heads up about the feds coming. Yeah. Also, him running away. It's with Vin running away from the feds. <laughs> He's a charming guy, man. You want you want Vin to succeed. Uh, I thought that that was like a really fucking stupid scene because uh, he. He gets he gets him to sign it, but what's he gonna do with it? The FBI are coming. Like, how are you gonna sell that? Like, it, it's not gonna work, right? There wasn't I, enough time for. Yeah, sure. I I think like that would be impossible for him to like help that guy out. He just took it, and then he didn't even go back to like the computer to make it work. He just walked out the. What's he gonna do with it? <laughs> they're yeah, they're shutting it down. Yeah, this. I mean, it's it's easy now when we have like modern technology, but we're talking like twenty years ago. It would have taken them a couple hours to get that order yeah. process. You have to mail There's it. There's no in. way it would have gone through instantly. Yeah, they're using fucking floppy disks. There's no way that that shit was happening. Uh, it was good to see a floppy disk, boys. I haven't seen one of those in a while. <laughs> I well, love was, a good. Oh, good. Did we get a good floppy count? No, definitely not. <laughs> no. All right, next I, time. 
I, I do like a good scene in a movie where a guy has to like copy something off a computer and like the, the clock's ticking. You yeah. Know, you have to download something. I love that trope in movies. Uh, it does get your heart kind of racing a bit, you know, because the, there's a lot of quick cuts, you know, it's it's hit to him and then to Greg and Greg's eyes are all shifty and looking at him, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. And then the then you see the download bar going like, oh, is it going to get there in time to get out? <laughs> Ooh, baby, a download uh, bar. Five megabytes of data. <laughs> But I guess I guess we're to assume Giovanni Ribisi's life is going to be okay afterwards because his family is pretty affluent. I assume his dad's a judge. I think he'll be okay in the long run. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I think he's going to like testify against the company, and yeah, he'll probably get some sort of money from the FBI or something for helping them out. Or I don't know. I doubt it. <laughs> the government uh, giving you money? Yeah, right. <laughs> Okay, King, go off. Do you have some hot takes? No, no, no. Um, do you guys want the Toretto time in? The time that Vin Diesel said his first line? Sure. Yes. Uh, I like this new segment. He came in at uh, 3.16, baby. Three minutes, 16 seconds. Oh, They're wow. watching the horse race. Uh, the guy asked him about, uh, about the guy, the uh, jockey. He says, oh, he's 45 pounds. And uh, Vin goes to him and says, 119, but you're close, slut. He calls, he calls him a slut? Yeah, he calls him a slut. That's very funny to me. I w- <laughs> him and Richie were watching the the race, so. I, uh, I, yeah, I was like, it seemed unnecessary, that whole, like, where we jump back. That like it's only three months. That's not like too long a time. Uh, I don't know when it's like three months ago. It's like okay, that's not like super long. <laughs> not maybe not to justify the split the story into the flashback structure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I like, thought it was yeah. <laughs> a weird choice. <laughs> you could just put that scene in the middle of the movie, and I think it would have yeah, been fine. <laughs> I, I didn't really gain anything from that seed being in the beginning. I didn't think, but. Right, if it gets exactly. us to Vin quicker, I'm all for it, I guess. It, it wasn't even near the end either. Like it was it was, you know, like it was in the, the start the start of the third act. I, it was a, Yeah. Probably like a half hour, 40, 40 minutes left in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like I said, I think the movie is like it's totally fine. I it made me it, it was missing a little something. I, I don't know. It just seemed very like down the middle. There wasn't like anything too crazy about it. I thought the performances were fine. Giovanni Ribisi cries in it. I was like, okay, he's, he's he got a couple of tears out. He showed his range. Yeah, but it, I mean, it was, it was rude of them. To, it was rude of them to wake him up from his nap to do the voiceover. But <laughs> other than that, he was he was okay. Oh, I I, I looked this up when I was uh, looking up the actors. Nia Long, Sean, she's married to the head coach to the Celtics. Which is kind of cool. Fucking shout out. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, Sarah. I enjoyed this movie, by the way. I had a great time with it. Yeah, I thought it was fun. It's it's definitely not the worst Vin Diesel movie we've had to watch. Yeah, it's not strays. It had a good, uh, it had an interesting indie feel to it. I like the uh, the hip hop aspect. I mean. 
Anytime oh, you talk about yeah. yeah, you talk about my boy Biggie Smalls. I love that. I love yeah. some New York references. You know, I love it. I like it. I it was a I good did time. enjoy. I I'm with you on that, Jake. I did write down. I enjoyed the like early aughts like soundtrack. I like the rap and hip hop uh, selections that were made, and I, I like the New York. I just like the shots of New York. I thought were really cool. The movie New York was like take- the fourth character. <laughs> Well, that's funny because the movie takes place mostly in Long Island. So it's not even really. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, they, they do have some shots of New York, but the movie is not some really shots. A New York movie. And like within the first <laughs> 10 minutes, there is a, a two minute sequence that is just B-roll establishing shots of New right. York City uh, played to the tune of a song that goes, I'm from New York. It's New York. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like a music video. I wonder where this is taking place, guys. But there, but it doesn't. It doesn't take place in New York. It takes place outside New York like, State. In the suburbs. Yeah, but like you, you're advertising your movie as like a New York. This is a New York movie, and it's like, oh well, it takes place outside in like Long Island, New York <laughs> State. It's a New York State movie. There's yeah. one. They have one scene in the city, and it's the one where they get the the, the fight with the gay guys. <laughs> That's the yeah. only scene that takes place in New York in that movie. I would have loved if it was actually like more upstate, like Buffalo or Albany. <laughs> yeah, we have to go up to Yonkers. <laughs> They're showing like shots of Niagara Falls and like yeah, and shit. the Buffalo Bills <laughs> playing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like your version, Jake. Uh, <laughs> But I guess because the budget, I want to see how much, uh, what was the budget for this movie real quick? But yeah, I agree. Oh, I Jake, let's guess. probably pretty low. Uh, uh, yeah, let's do a budget guess. I, I, I pitched the guess, so I'll go first. Um, I think post I'm thinking, right? I'm, uh, pre. You're early. Yeah. Oh, pre. This came out pre. in 2000. Um, okay. I'm going to say budget of uh, 25 mil. Jake, would you like a guess? I'm gonna go 18 mil. Jake, you're close. Seven million dollar budget. Ooh. Wow! I forgot Very they made. Low. They could make movies for cheap back in the Seven day. Seven million. No, no uh, digital. Box box office 28 mil. So it was a hit. Yeah. Mark? I mean, it, it's money. It had good actors in it. You know, it had it had some. Well, I guess they probably weren't super famous yet at ben, that time. Ben but it was I mean, pretty hot by then. Ben was hot. You ben had, was doing uh, shit. Jamie Kennedy out of Scream. Well, had he or had he not done Malibu's Most Wanted yet? That I think that's after. Before, but he is doing. Yeah, that's after. Sorry, but but he is doing his like uh, black sin a little bit in this movie. <laughs> There's a couple of characters that kind of slip in into like a uh, black sin, which is yeah, not, yeah. not great. None of them were <laughs> Nia Long either. Yeah, uh, Greg Weinstein. He was a. Uh, for dating Nia Long's character, he's kind of racist. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Remember when they're in that right. conversation and he said "n-word rich" and like yeah. Giovanni just like looked at him. He's like, "What the fuck?" Like, I, I, that was I like jarring part- too, especially since he was dating or wanted to date Nia Long. I was just like, but what? we don't see. I feel bad because like we don't see Greg face any consequences for his action. You know what I mean? Like that that guy is a total asshole. He's gonna go to jail. I think. Right. The the feds are about to raid him. (laughs) Right. Right. But like, I want to see him. Like, I I wanted to see uh, Seth like kick his ass. I wanted to see him like beat the shit out of him because he shoves him on the floor. 
And yeah. I was like, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. And then it just cut. It, you never, he didn't respond. He just stayed on the floor. He did not. He just kind of looked like, the hell? I bet. Yeah. This it, it, is another example of those like weird cuts, Jake. It's just like everyone just kind of looks around and then cut to the next seat of like the dad yeah. being pissed about something. I'm, yeah, I'm wondering. Oh, go ahead, Sam. I, I say, like, I'm agreeing with Sean. Like, there's no like, punctuation points at the end of these scenes you know they just kind of flow there there's not there's not like a natural flow they're, they're just like well and then this goes on to the next one you know yeah like i i feel like those out. scenes were to try to show that like the friends that he was hanging out with those other guys were like assholes you know but i'm like you don't need to do that you know because they had a scene where that guy was just beating the shit out of dudes you know that the what was the guy's name? Um, Richie. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no ability to remember any character names in this movie. Scott Kahn, that guy's character. You know, it'd be it would be interesting if one of the brokers went to a larger firm and then they had to come back or something like that. I, I'm thinking like this is like a longer. I'm doing like a longer version of this movie, but like if then we don't got, need to like, do that. Let's up, yeah. No, I agree. Last thing we need is it to be longer. One one of the best things about this movie is it's like two hours, and that's you know it's not it's not any longer than that. It's right at two hours, and perfect, it's done. But But uh, I think we could have shaved off fifteen minutes, and I think we'd all be better (laughs) for it. I I think it. uh, I wish the movie had ended more open ended. I guess I I don't like that the plea. Like I was like ah, it's sort of like a pretty standard like generic ending of course the cops are going to come and bust up the place i kind of yeah. liked the um the symbolism between the beginning of the movie where they're in like two buses parting and shit and at the end they bring those fbi like prison trucks like at the end the buses to like come Jake, pick them up i thought that was kind of cool it would have been really cool. I, I like what you're saying, Jake. Take it a step further. Have the movie end with those same guys piling into those vans. Oh, yeah. They're driving off and they're looking like sad, like very similar cars, but just like have them drive off and then they're all and then Giovanni Ribisi's on the in there too. You kind of do like a montage of them getting arrested and shit. Yeah. And then they're that would have been like, kind of cool. Yeah. Instead of partying in the bus, they're sitting there quietly, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. handcuffed to the seats. And then three cars roll up. Yes, sir. They get bent yes, out. <laughs> Only then. A Charger, a Honda, whatever <laughs> uh, Tego and Santos are driving. And it's a big smile on Vin's face. <laughs> That's you, how it should have ended. Would you see a Boiler Room 2 if Vin was in it? Vin's in it? Sure. I don't know what the fuck the movie would be. <laughs> we could... I, I think... I think you could convince Vin Diesel to do a Boiler Room 2. Maybe... Maybe... Uh, Rio, uh, Rio, Giovanni Ribisi comes back. Maybe not. Who cares? But if Vin is like... I want to do all my old properties again. I want to do Boiler Room 2. Maybe we get Ben Affleck. We get Affleck on board. Because I think Affleck and Vin, they have one scene together, but they're kind of like buddy-buddy in it. I would like to see the two of them in a movie together. I think that could be fun. Maybe they have to go to like the Cayman Islands and like smuggle some money out or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm spitballing. 
Boy yeah, I'm trying to too. think what I would like for if, if we were going to do a sequel of this, what I would like to see for a bit. I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. Vid coming back is crucial. Of course, I do like I do like bringing Affleck back. We start at uh, <laughs> Amy Kennedy's character's funeral. Oh, perfect! <laughs> uh, the boys are reuniting to uh, to bury one of their brethren. Also, the judge is dead too. <laughs> They died together. Yeah, Judge is dead. Vin Diesel's mom is dead in this in this one because oh, he no. is still living with his mom. He took the house over. That's why he has to leave. Is so we we open to him making a, a sauce. Oh yeah, because he's Italian. Gravy. Yeah, yeah. he's having he's having the uh, uh, the post funeral. Oh. gathering at his house and he's like serving up some mm. lasagna yeah, yeah. They, i love opening up on a spread you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> like fucking a crane shot just going across the table of all the like a george rr martin level of uh visually describing the food oh what if what is if he marrying like a, the spread <laughs> what what if it's like a chef like scenario like in prison he was the cook and when he got out, he's like, "Ooh, I want to be a, I want to be like a top chef." So the so the boiler, boiler room two is about Vin becoming a chef. A high pressure situation. It's in New York. There's yeah. a lot of restaurants there. Yeah. It's a high. He he's trying to become like a high level chef. Do we the, think the we can get Favro Favro to direct? Sure. And then he can have like, a cameo as Chef Casper. As chef, yeah. <laughs> the titular like chef. <laughs> yeah, I could remember that from a movie I saw a year ago, but I could not tell you a single <laughs> fucking name of a character from a movie I watched today. Vin, Vin tells him the secret to make the perfect lasagna. Yeah, he and then they... How, yeah. Uh, Chef Casper helps uh, Vin start up a the hottest the hottest uh, Italian new Italian joint in uh, Manhattan called yeah, definitely the, not enough. called the Boiler Room. <laughs> There's definitely not enough Italian restaurants in New York. So no, we more. need one more. Yeah. <laughs> I I like the idea. I like <clears throat> Boiler Room Two uh, opening night or something like that. Yeah, it's the grand opening. Yeah. We can get some cameos from like Gordon Ramsay. Yep. And the uh the other boiler room guys could have uh Sure. The ones that we haven't <laughs> already said are dead. We yeah, should have the let's have the gay friends from the yes. first one come back. They're their <laughs> opening night. <laughs> they're they're taste testers, like they're uh, food critics yep. and shit, yep. you know? And they're like, Wait, I remember you. Yeah. yeah, he makes I, the ratatouille. Yeah, we burned y'all <laughs> at that party. Vin, Vin makes the ratatouille that makes them remember their childhood and, and brings them back. <gasps> yeah, I, I like... Okay, because they're all out of prison now and they can't get jobs. Yes, oh, so work. like, they're all like the wait staff. Like, uh, Greg is a waiter. Right. Right, because it's been 20 years. I assume they probably <gasps> got about... 15 to 20 years for the insider training and, shit, so maybe. And the judge is dead, so he brings the gambling back, and he puts it under the restaurant. Ooh, Jake, now we're talking. Bringing back the illegal gambling aspect. I'm into it. And he still has that cutting linguist shirt he had in the first scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still got that. It's like, <laughs> like tattered and like filthy. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> that was like the one... It. 
the shirt he brought in into the joint, the slammer, yep. was his cunning linguist shirt. <laughs> ben, ben comes in with his hustler hat. Yep. Yeah, yeah his Trojan shirt. Yeah, which is also <laughs> just in shambles, that shirt as well. I love this. I, I actually think our Boiler Room 2 would be better than Boiler Room 1. I'm sort of into it. I love the idea of Vin in like a chef's outfit for some reason. That really appeals Vin, to me. Yeah. Vin does strike me as he would make, like, he could definitely play a convincing chef. Yeah, chef. I'm into it. Oh, for sure. Like, he's not the boss, but he's like the right hand man, you know? Like, he's the one really yelling in the kitchen and running things. For sure. Yeah, so is Chef if Chef been. Casper gonna be the main the main chef? Yeah, but I like your idea, Sean. I don't want too much Favreau. I feel like he's a bit of a hog. Let's just like keep him in the keep him in the background. He he's just there as like a cameo for like two scenes. Yeah, I he's want like the CEO of the bo- the boiler room. I want as much Favreau as uh, he let himself have in Iron Man One. Yes, perfect. That's yeah. That's the exact amount of Favreau we need. <laughs> all right boys are we ready to close the boiler room Lock yeah for the i got it though yeah. like covered i feel like we've covered the boiler room pretty adequately today with our vin our vin scale like i said i think it's a very down the middle pretty good vin performance in it it's nothing too crazy it's not it's not iron giant but it's definitely not strays so yeah. it's in the it's somewhere in the middle of our vin watch so far yeah, I'll, I I'm I enjoyed it. For next, week. next week's pitch black. I'm fucking yes, up. and we is have. It, I need a is contact. It the movie, is it the TV one or the like the cartoon or the actual? Oh, no, the actual. Play? The actual okay. theatrically released. Yeah, the maybe movies. if there's a the TV movies. thing, the movies. If there's a <laughs> TV short that came around the same time, maybe we'll just watch them both and cover them both. I don't know. Well, we'll just oh, throw yeah. that in with the proper film I saw, uh, I saw a dvd copy of it out in the wild i might go swing and actually pick it up because i feel like that'd be one i probably want to rewatch. maybe i don't know i haven't decided <laughs> hey follow your heart yeah because i don't know do you know if it's on any of the streamies or anything uh i can check real quick we should uh, yeah let's i'll check real quick and then we'll tell the audience uh where they can watch it uh, whoop. give me one sec yeah, you're good. Everyone just take a breather. It's on uh, Peacock, the app Peacock for free. If you watch with ads, if you have the deluxe one, you can just watch without ads. But yeah, there the you Peacock go. app. There you go. Bur- burn a, bur- if you don't have it, burn a seven-day trial on watching Pitch Black. Yeah, but it's it's free with the there. There's a free version you can download. Oh, like, is there? With ads. Yeah, you don't have to pay. Anything. Oh, yeah. well, yeah, do that, people. Mm-hmm. People that are listening to this. Right. I'm, I'm super pumped. Uh, I have a lot to say about that I've one. never seen it, so this is going to be... Really? Yeah. Interesting. I know he had the glowy eye. He seen the dark. That's about it. That's like 90% of the movie. <laughs> okay, so I have a good grasp of it then? Going in? Yeah, you have a pretty okay. good grasp going in, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, well, let's do quick... Uh, let's do some plugs, and then we can thank the pod, and then, uh, you know, call it a night. Sounds good. Producer Jake, do you have any plugs? Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't know if, uh, who goes first. Okay. You can catch me at Janderson underscore 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 on Instagram. I'm trying to post more. You can also catch me on Cassaltins. 
I'll let Sean. Uh, no. Oh. oh, you want me to do this? I mean, I have a spiel, but I want to hear yours first. I'll do mine Ooh. after. Let me take a big, big breath. <laughs> this podcast is about two podcast professionals as they work their way through a multitude of lawsuits while also doing a podcast, an informative podcast about how to do podcasts. Yeah, we're the two podcast professionals where each episode, Jake and I uh, help our guests perfect their podcast passing project. Yeah, you said yeah, it better yeah. than I did. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess I'm already, since I'm still going, I'll do my other one. I also am on a third podcast, uh, Hardly Knower. It's a podcast about sex, love, life, relationship, and genitals. Uh, and we cover various subject matter that has to do with any of those umbrellas uh sam was just on yes uh it was a really great time i'm glad we're back uh i i told the first time i was on we accidentally stumbled upon to some darker territory and then i said on that first episode when i come back we'll do a lighter episode just I was kidding wrong. i doubled down and went even darker so uh <laughs> but but it's really good we actually do it it isn't being a very informative uh podcast and there's some a lot of fun had you know we, we do manage to have some fun in it uh but it, it was a really enjoyable uh, experience i'm glad that you guys had me on again it was yeah thanks fun. thank you for coming on again man it was a really yeah. good episode like like we said it's a bit of, it was our heaviest episode uh Certainly in the first half, but we you have some fun as well. Um, but check that out wherever you're listening to this. Yeah, and then you can find this show at Thank Pod for Cast on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Sam underscore Newsy on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, thank you guys for the follows and listening and all that good stuff. What was what? What are you? What are you? What Jake? What are you doing? Exercise of my tongue. Okay. <laughs> for the listeners, Jake's just flopping his tongue out for some reason. But apparently it's for exercise. We've learned. Uh what do we do we have anything where we want to thank Pod for this 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 time around? Uh I, I just want to thank the Pod for uh Miller's, Miller High Life's, uh Yellow Ferraris, and uh showing a guy a three percent return. And then he'll ask you to watch his kids on the weekends. Very it's a good. line from the movie. Uh, I want to thank the pod uh, that uh, we're moving on to a more exciting movie next week. Uh, thank pod for a movie that references two other movies that are just like oh, it. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I agree. I want to thank the Better. pod. <laughs> yeah, I want to thank the pod that they like got ahead of that comparison by quoting them. But uh, most importantly, thank, thank pod, pod for cast, cast, cast cars. Thanks pod for cast cars. Beautiful. It's never. It's never smooth on the zoom that bit. <laughs> All right. I thought it was stop record. Room, room. Yeah, no, it was. It was good. It was oh. lovely. <laughs>